This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. If you'd like to learn more about the information you're about to hear during our show today, don't forget, give us a call, 586-752-7008, or even visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And while at my website, don't forget to click on the radio page to check out our past shows and to subscribe to our programs on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting. Now recently I was sitting in my office after a really great meeting with a client. I leaned back in my chair and I looked out the window to enjoy the beautiful sunny view. I was feeling good about things and then I jumped to my computer to check the news and what's the first topic I saw? Inflation. Talk about taking the sunshine out of your day. Now I'm guessing many of you listening today have also come across plenty of articles and news stories lately with screaming headlines announcing the impending arrival of rising inflation. Now those stories have likely left you asking yourself one important question. How do I protect myself? Well during today's show, we're gonna do a deep dive into inflation and what you can do to prepare your financial strategy. But let me take a moment to first introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who, if I do say so myself, always inflates the quality of this show. How are you doing, Tony? <laughs> wow, you're taking this inflation uh, topic seriously. I love it. <laughs> yes. I love it. Even made a pun there. I, I like it. So uh, I'm doing great. Had a great week. Just uh, keeping busy, you know, between Good. family and work. I've been really busy, but hey, the weather's been better and summer is here, so that's fun. We're almost here. How about you? What have you been up to, Albert? Same thing. Staying busy, enjoying the weather, doing a lot of yard work, getting ready to enjoy the summer. So, uh, yeah, we're rolling uh, rolling through all this. I, I love the sunshine. So That's awesome. No complaint. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, you know what? The show topic today sounds like a good one. And, you know, to be honest, for the last couple of weeks, I had a feeling this was going to be our topic because I've seen so many stories lately about inflation in the news. And it's fair to say that, you know, things, uh, few things increase feelings of economic anxiety for people, especially those nearing retirement, like inflation, the cost of goods going up. I mean, the last thing you need when you're on a retirement budget is rapidly rising prices. I mean, it affects all of us, actually. You're absolutely right, Tony, on that one. Uh, I mean, in fact, Let's start today with a very recent U.S. News and World Report article. Uh, Why are fears of high inflation getting worse? Now, as the article notes, we're seeing a clear rise in prices for gas, automobiles, and even basics like toilet paper, peanut butter, and even soda. Simply put, 
Inflation happens when prices for goods and services don't simply rise at a normal and manageable level. Let's just say high inflation, but instead hit the gas pedal and rise so quickly, it can make the cost of living more expensive and reduce purchasing power for many people. Now, one piece of good news, however, is that right now, many economists don't think we're close to seeing uncontrollably high inflation here in the United States. But at the same time, there is clearly unease among businesses, investors, and a lot of consumers. Wow. Well, and you know, that's that's interesting because uh, I, I find it, uh, you know, a lot of things like lumber just skyrocketing in price. What are some right. of the issues currently driving concerns out there, though, about inflation? Well, you know, one potential reason we're seeing rising prices is is that in March and April of last year, the heart of the COVID-19 pandemic, prices took a big dip. Now, prices are now rising as we slowly inch back to normal life, which means year-over-year price jumps are obviously uh, going to be bigger than many folks are used to. Additionally, there's also a global shortage of raw materials and parts that's driving up costs as well. Home builders are scrambling to find the lumber that you talked about, um, you know, for their projects and other manufacturers are having an increasingly hard time finding like copper and other commodities. So auto manufacturers uh, need basically semiconductors and many restaurants are even struggling to find menu basics like chicken wings, Tony. <laughs> Chicken wings. That's hilarious. So what does this mean for the average person's paycheck? Oh, great question. Well, paychecks are nudging up a bit. In fact, in April of this year, average hourly earnings increased about 0.7%, which is a healthy jump for a single month. Additionally, many companies are having a tough time finding workers, though. In fact, the economy added only 266,000 jobs in April. That was far fewer than what experts were expecting. And more unfilled jobs could potentially mean good news for American paychecks. Yeah, and that that's important. Tell our audience, though, what the Federal Reserve has to say about all this, about the current bout of inflation, because... Uh, they've been uh, monkeying with it, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the Fed's job, basically, uh, to shield Americans as many as possible from inflation. And, you know, for this part, Jerome Powell, the Fed's uh, current chair, he expects inflation to actually level off as supply issues are solved. Now, listeners should also note that Fed experts have emphasized that one-time or short-term increases are different than ongoing inflation that comes with constant price jumps. Well, yeah, and that's that's the problem, and that certainly makes sense, though, to me, and I hope it means, though, our inflation worries may go away sooner rather than later. Well, you know, the Fed is promoting two reasons here, Tony. It, it, it thinks our current price increases are likely to be, you know, just a blip and not really a trend. And so the first reason is because the average American still expects inflation to remain under control because of our recent economic history. Um, in fact, the Fed closely tracks inflation um, expectations, uh, which are a measure of where consumers and markets expect inflation to be heading. Um, In fact, for more than two decades, there has been very little change in inflation expectations. So simply put, if the public thinks inflation is going to continue hanging around 2%, 
Consumers and businesses are unlikely to adjust how they're behaving, even if commodity prices surge. Businesses likely won't charge their customers higher prices because they expect those surges to be temporary and workers likely won't demand big wage hikes to counteract higher prices. Right. Well, and that certainly strikes me as a reason to be optimistic, though. Uh, What was the other reason the Fed thinks current price increases are only temporary? Well, the other reasons uh, the Fed currently uh, think inflation is temporary is because prices have largely been under control for about the last 25 years. I mean, even when unemployment was at a staggeringly low 3.5% in 2019, enforcing higher salaries, consumer prices stayed under the Fed's 2% target, Tony. Wow, okay. Well, and I think it's interesting to note that, and it's important to see what's going on with the Fed and inflation and interest rates. It all affects that. And then, of course, in in theory and uh, in practice, it actually affects ends up affecting us and the market. So uh, we have to keep an eye on all this. And this has been a timely and informative show so far. But I think having a plan in place, a financial strategy, will help people deal with rising inflation and market fluctuation and interest rates rising, possibly. So how can our listeners get a hold of you and set up that no-cost, no-obligation consultation? Oh, for sure, Tony. I mean, listeners can either contact us at 586-752-7008, or they can go onto our website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com and always click the link uh, to contact us there. All right. Well, what's next? What do you have for us next regarding inflation? Well, Tony, I thought we should address some of the ways you can protect your finances from inflation. Um, Inflation can be a little scary, obviously, uh, especially when you begin factoring into your financial strategy and your eventual retirement. Uh, But the reality is there are some fairly simple planning steps you can take to help guard your wallet against inflation. In fact, the Yahoo Finance article called 10 Ways to Beat Inflation actually has some great insights. The first step you may be able to take to help protect yourself from inflation comes down to one word, substitution. For example, if you need a new car, focus on a reliable Toyota Camry instead of a much higher priced SUV. Or, better still, buy a late model used car. You'll get plenty of the latest safety features and bells and whistles, but it's much lower priced than if you bought new. Well, and if inflation is hitting the auto industry, focusing maybe on a low mileage uh, previously owned vehicle seems to be the smart play. Although I've heard there's been a run on used cars and a good deal in a good used car is getting harder to find out there. Yeah, you're definitely right. Um, but you know what? Buying generics is another simple way you can help protect your budget, Tony, um, obviously from inflation. Now, letting go of the big, well-known brand names as prices uh, is in an easy step thanks to the variety of store brands and other generics that's available. You know, whether it's food, over-the-counter medications, prescriptions, or even store brand clothing, you can often get exactly what you need for a lot less money. And with food and over-the-counter medications, make sure you read the labels to confirm it contains everything you need and want. Now, beyond purchasing 
generics. Shopping smart in general is obviously a powerful tool itself to fight inflation. Uh, make your dollar stretch as far as possible by purchasing clothing, household items, and electronics you know are going to last several years. Also, use coupons and buy in bulk whenever possible. As you shift to generics and using coupons, make sure you're tracking your spending as well. If you adjust your spending strategy, it's important to make sure your hard work is paying off. Well, sure, and anxiety about inflation and, and coming up with a strategy to fight it is a terrific reason to work with a trusted financial services professional like yourself, Albert. Oh, absolutely, Tony. And remember, inflation can cause anxiety and it can be a major pain in the neck, but there are solutions. You know, I mean, you mentioned working with a financial service professional a moment ago, which is good because the next way you may be able to hedge a bit against inflation is to invest. You know, we avoid getting too into investments on our show because we simply don't have the time to adequately address, you know, all of the pros, cons and nuances. So, if investing is part of your strategy, it's essential to work with a financial services professional who will be there to help calmly guide you through the process for years to come, Tony. Yeah, and that's that's so important. You don't have to do this alone. You don't have to go it alone. And it's human nature to make emotional financial decisions as well, especially if inflation starts skyrocketing. But someone like yourself, an experienced financial services professional, can help make a, a reasoned judgment and decision instead of overly emotional financial decision, right? That's a great perspective. And you know what, Tony? Purchasing a home is another good way to offer some protection against inflation. In fact, the article notes that home price have historically kept up with inflation. Now, depending on where you live, buying a home may be cheaper than renting and your mortgage rate may look even better in the future as rents continue rising. However, don't buy a home if the payments and maintenance would leave you cash poor. If you may potentially need to suddenly move for work if you can't stay in that home for at least five years and if you aren't interested in taking on upkeep tasks then i would suggest that wouldn't be the way to go tony sure sure so for some people it might not be the way to go but speaking of buying a home what's a good borrowing strategy during times of rising inflation well the simplest answer is that if inflation is trending up don't wait to borrow because rising inflation can include rising interest rates. If taking out a loan is on your horizon, make sure to keep a close eye on inflation. And if it begins rising in a way that suggests a trend rather than a blip, you're best to make your move. Yeah. Is there an area that's impacted by inflation that people may not even realize? Well, I mean, a good one is education, Tony. You know, I mean, as inflation goes up, college tuition, room and board, books, they're all going to go up too. Now, don't attend a name brand school if you can't afford it. That's the big key. Instead, attend a local college and maybe even live at home for a while. Go to community college for two years and then transfer to a four-year school or even try to earn college credits <clears throat> while still in high school. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, we did that with my daughter, and she earned a lot of college credits. Uh, well, her senior year, she was able to go to a community college and take those credits and get credit for her high school at the same time. And now when she enrolled in college, they're like, wow, I've never seen somebody have all these uh, out of the way, these prerequisites. Right. So uh, I think that's a, a smart move. Well, let's keep this thing going. And, you know, 
uh, we're talking about inflation and it has been getting a lot of attention in the news lately because it's been on the rise. I mean, literally lumber has gone up 300 percent in the Mm -hmm. last six months. So uh, and, you know, though the Fed at this point doesn't expect that rise to last a significant amount of time. You never know. So on today's show, you've been talking about how inflation may be affecting your financial strategy. So what do you have for us in this final segment? Well, you know, Tony, I thought in our final segment, we'd focus specifically on how you can combat inflation if you're already retired. Now, an article from The Balance, Three Ways to Plan for Inflation and Retirement, actually has some really useful information. Um, Interestingly enough, the article explains that it's often considered a rule of thumb that retirees will need a permanently increasing income source to maintain their purchasing power in retirement. But it also notes that studies of retiree spending habits paint a different picture. To begin, your retirement can largely be broken down into three phases. The go-go years, where you're out and busy and doing a lot of traveling in your early retirement years. The slow-go years, when you start slowing down and tapering off. And then the no-go years, where you're just basically unable to travel and do all the activities you once were due to health or whatnot. So during your go-go years, which is your early retirement, you're going to be out in the world traveling, hitting the links, uh, maybe even fishing and doing all the other things that you enjoy. This also means you're out there spending money. So depending on your health, the go-go years are generally ages anywhere from 55 to 75. Now, your next phase, the slow go years, that's generally around 70 to 85, depending on your health again. Now, in this stage, you're home more and you're shopping less. Um, And as the article notes, spending in inflation adjusted terms typically declines during this phase. Finally, in your no-go years, uh, what you're spending on health care actually replaces what you previously spent on entertainment. In an inflation-adjusted terms, the article explains that spending ticks back up during this phase. Yeah, and I've never seen the phases broken down like that. I appreciate you doing that. It makes a lot of sense. Now, I'm curious about something. How does a retiree's income level factor into all this? That's a great question, Tony. Uh, Your income level is certainly going to factor into how much inflation is going to affect you. In fact, retirees with high incomes, generally around $75,000 or greater, can typically withstand a few inflation hits. But for retirees with lower incomes, inflation that hits things like food, energy, and even medical care can very quickly take a big bite out of their budget. So when it comes to retirement, you can generally plan for expenses rising by about 3% annually, which is in line with historical inflation rates, according to the article. Interesting. So what are some of the things people can do then to help protect their future purchasing power from inflation? Well, the first step is one that we've already uh, addressed um, and get the most from your Social Security. As many of our listeners probably know, Social Security contains uh, automatic cost of living adjustments. It's a unique and lifelong inflation adjusted income source. And a shrewd strategy may help you get even more out of it. Now, about a third of retirees lean on Social Security to provide roughly 90% of the retirement income. And nearly half need Social Security to provide at least 50% of the retirement income. So if you haven't yet filed for Social Security, take your time, do some research. Working a little longer may mean more money in your pocket, Tony. 
And don't sweat it. If you find the social security process overwhelming, because you're in a good company with that one. Reach out to a financial service professional who will then be able to confidently guide you through the process. In fact, Social Security is one of retirement's most important pieces, so make sure you get every step just right. Well, and let's do a hypothetical. Let's say that down the road, inflation really spikes and does it in a way that suggests it's going to last a while. What are some steps people may want to consider in that scenario? Okay. I mean, and let's make sure that People understand this is purely hypothetical. Um, There's no information floating around right now that would suggest out of control inflation is even a slight possibility. Um, But the first thing you may want to do is stock up. You know, if prices are rising like a rocket and it looks like it may last a while, go out and buy your toilet paper, laundry detergent, and other essentials now and put them on a shelf. Remember, you don't have to take the mentality of a doomsday prepper, Tony. Just go out and buy enough to get you through a few months. Next, consider going green. Work to make your home as energy efficient as you can in an effort to guard your money from increasing energy prices. Yeah, both of those ideas make sense to me. They sound great, and they certainly don't seem over the top. Nope, they're not. And along those same lines, Tony, grow your own food if possible. And maybe even get a few chickens. I mean, <laughs> right. In my neighborhood, well, it's depend- not possible. Yeah, but- yeah, depending on where you live, get a few chickens. I love that advice. It could I've help. never gotten that advice from a financial <laughs> professional before, Albert, but I like it. But you know what? I mean, looking looking big picture, it makes sense. Um, you know, I mean, I, my parents have chickens of course they live out in the country and they get so many eggs from their chickens and they're Mm -hmm. so much better than the eggs you get in the store i mean these are just free-range chickens that roam around their farm so (laughs) right uh their eggs you've never tasted flavor in an egg like that until i mean the ones you buy in the store are bland and tasteless compared to this so uh they're so much better so actually i laugh at that but at the same (laughs) time uh i know the value right I mean, and it, it's, look, the the idea is just to simplify if, if things get uh, out of control with inflation. You know, you could even right. consider getting out of the car and doing more walking and biking, Tony. Um, in fact, if you live in an area that uh, makes that more possible, you know, it's nice to yeah. even just get a little exercise in that manner. Yeah, that those aren't bad ideas, Albert. And, and I, I'm not sure how many of our listeners are going to be interested in backyard agriculture during their retirement. But, you know, my wife and I have started growing more uh, vegetables. And what I like is growing, you know, herbs and and things like that, like cilantro. I love cilantro on food. So uh, just grow your own and go out and and just pick it, put it on the food. It's so good. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I think these are uh, good ideas. Do you have any tips that are uh, less hands-on? For, for some of our other listeners out there. Sure. I mean, how about your insurance, Tony? Oh, yeah. There are, there are some insurance products. They may offer some level of protection against inflation. So remember, as you age, your health care costs rise. And if you add inflation to the mix, they're going to shoot even higher. So long-term care insurance may help you to cover those significant costs later in life. Right. And that's really important. So, you know... Um, We've had a great show today, but we're almost out of time. Do you have anything else for us before we have to go today? 
You know, we've discussed a lot of important topics today. Um, and inflation is, is, is something that is usually on the top of the list uh, all the time, to be to be honest, Tony. And if those that are listening would like to learn more about this, uh, I encourage you, visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com and uh, even call my office if you need to at 586-752-7008 and, and discuss how we can be of assistance to you in regards to inflation and your retirement goals. All right. Thanks, Albert. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.